Welcome everybody to the first Dawson Day Uncut of 2024. How good? Good to be back. Just uh, it's been a while since the, just the two of us. Six just weeks. The two of us, <laughs> you and I. Uh, got a bit of a flu, unfortunately, at the moment. So, but we got to keep the keep the ball rolling. Yes. Well, we just did the maths last time we uh, we were here together six weeks ago. That's Christmas a while. and uh, That's a while. the best of, which was a great episode. It's a f- yeah, it's a few interviews, a few in, interviews in between, which trip. we hope you guys have loved. Oh, some unbelievable interviews, and uh, obviously a trip to the Gold Coast, which we will get into shortly. But uh, already this morning, uh, maybe maybe we are, we're starting a little bit on the back foot with the Dawson D, a bit rusty because uh, the man who is uh, who had one job this morning, just bring the cameras, yeah. arrived to the studio without them, without them. So, uh, so we're, but we're here. We we went back. We got them. Got a chance to plan the show, plan this beautiful show in the car. It's gonna uh, be good, isn't it's it? It's gonna be a good one. Really, really excited. Should we? Should we? What's upcoming for the for the other segments? And then we're gonna we're gonna of course catch you all up on all things Doss and D. Well, we've, oh, one big one which I'm really really excited for is yeah. one of our segment partners. What's in the golf box? Oh yes, we've seen our guests pull out that you know beautiful little uh, green piece of paper, and, and they've had to do a challenge. I'll answer the question. Thanks to our good friends at Golf Box. We're looking forward to that. One of our, well, both a, of us. We're both having we? a crack at the Golf okay. Box, which is very exciting. A bit nerve-wracking. Because yeah. uh, we've had a few good ones lately. We'll talk about them later. Yeah. Another one where well, you're trying to get around something. Mm. It's a loophole. So uh, we're going to... Well, we're going to save you a few dollars. That's what we're going to do. Is that what we're, we're doing? We've got yeah. a few good loopholes. That, Coming uh, from the biggest two tight asses uh, in Melbourne. Absolutely. We've, we've got some good ones there. And then, of course, we've got... Uh, we love this. Australian Open's just been. Mm. And uh, the Australian Open, obviously, it brings tennis, great weather, great vibes, great music. Yeah, but, we, went, uh, we went day two, actually. We had a great day. We had yeah. a lovely day out. Uh, I've never seen... I've actually never seen D get quite angry. Uh, actually, I did. D- 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 that's actually the... I've never seen DB vocal in public in an angrily way. Maybe we bring that, way? we'll bring that story up okay. in that segment. Okay. But the other thing Australian Open brings, apart from Dosh closing his eyes in a women's match, <laughs> is uh, is dummy spits. A lot of yeah. rackets, a lot of, uh, and we've got some of the greatest dummy spits of all time, locally yeah. and overseas, yeah. uh, in sport and across a few areas. You'll have that, and uh, and then we've got a shocking story that uh, happened around Christmas time where one of us. Uh, me, yes, fumbled. Yeah, you, you fumbled big time for the uh, both of us. I let know, me say that. I've let us both down, and uh, we, let's just say neither of us win anything. And just no. recently, there was the big, huge—I think hundred million dollar Powerball, right here in Australia. Well, let's just say neither of us win anything ever. No, uh, we went to an event. Let's just say we should have won something, and somebody. Lost the ticket. We'll tell you exactly yeah. what that was and uh, what we lost very shortly. But before we do, let's catch everybody up, Dos, because it's been six weeks. It's been mm. a while. Everybody's eagerly dying to hear what's happened in our lives. And, of course, we're not going to tell you about all the great things that are happening. We're, we're just going to throw each other under the bus of uh, of all things uh, that go wrong. And I'm going to start with you. I know, I know where you're straight <laughs> I'm away. Starting with we've you. just been to the Gold Coast. We've been to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh, you want to start there? Oh, I thought that's where you're going to go in the, uh, yeah. About, go wherever you want to go. Uh, well, maybe we will start on the Gold Coast because there's a couple of things that I noticed. Firstly, we went up to the Gold Coast. You guys would have heard the last two episodes, Gold Coast based, which is fantastic. Go listen if you haven't. They're both great stories. Now, outside of that, though, uh, we said to ourselves, now, you know, we have the old business card, Dawson D, and we say to each other, now, when we buy the hire car, which was the second time we've done it, oh, yeah. we're like, we're not going to get conned on the insurance. Let's not crash the car. Let's drive safely. But, you know, the hire car might be 50 bucks a day, but with insurance, that skyrockets right up to mm. uh, really pushing the, uh, the tight-ass budget. Yeah, it pushes the, uh, the Dawson D card, that's for sure. And you get off the plane and you go straight for your hire car venue and what happened, young man? Who, 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 who flaked first out of the two of us? You did. I did? Yeah, yeah. you definitely did. <laughs> well, no, because you just went quiet. You went dead quiet all of a sudden when he... He guilt-tripped me. So we, we had to... Well, I fell in love, actually. Let's <laughs> just say that. I fell in love with his man. Well, I, I, I said it to someone the other day. If I have a really nice interaction with someone, I've said it before, is yeah. I, I go... I want to get a beer with this person, yeah. like just based on the pure niceness. His name was Augusto. Lovely like Brazilian. Great fella. Yeah, we just hit it off. But he, he was trying to sell us and upsell us and basically he ended up he just did. saying to us, I think he asked, now, do you want to do insurance? And we said, no, uh, we're right. And then he went, ooh. And he goes, you sure, boys? And then we'd already told him by this stage what we do for a living because he'd asked. And, he, and then he kind of went, geez, that, 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 that's five grand excess, boys. He goes, yeah. podcasting must be doing very well. So he goes, if, if, if you do crash, you got five grand. And then, he, and then it starts. Now, you don't even have to crash. A trolley could hit you in the parking lot. 
Somebody he, could swing their door open and hit yours. And when he said end. that, I saw Dee's face just go, oh. oh. It broke me. And, and then I, I looked at Dee and said, do you want to? Because <laughs> I looked at Dos. Dos, I must say, you're very good. You're firm. Yeah. And oh, I kept oh. looking at you because I was getting conned and you're like, no, stand our ground. And then in the end, I went weaker than these. And yeah. uh, anyway, we didn't crash and uh, we wasted another two or 300 bucks out of the That's old okay. account. That's okay. We've got sponsors. Thanks, guys. for looking. But after. I thought you were going to go. I with am going there uh, next. Gonna so go, yeah. that, we got the hire car. We went off to the studio and then... Uh, and and Doss spent six to seven months living on the Gold Coast, maybe a bit longer. Yeah, I lose yeah, track of time. About seven. It's a different part of the world, different vocabulary, different way of living. People are, you know, more surfy, a bit more uh, alternative. I'd like to oh, say. I'd say no, no, no. I would say just a lot more like creative, surfy, relaxed, chill, relaxed, yeah. chill. And and we all know those people. You know, us city slackers. Is that what they slickers? Say? Slickers. <laughs> Slickers. <laughs> Slickers. I, I consider myself a hard worker. Yeah, that, that's what I would have thought too. Well, our, our, our city slickers, we, we're not great on the surfboard and we're not great with no, the old... Don't get me near the water. But I tell you what, I would have thought I'm with a pro surfer when, I, when I'm with Wayne Custerson on the Gold Coast because this man right here... Literally, he meets somebody that's a little bit more, let's say, cool, like laid back, got the slick back hair, got <laughs> the like, long hair, yeah, you know? got the long hair, the, the tattoos and the nose yeah, the, piercings, yeah. and the, you know, and they, they're using all the, the cool words. They, they they go to the Burley Pavilion on a Saturday, and know? suddenly, suddenly, Doss was describing things as gnarly, which I've never heard him ever say that or call him a man or man, yeah, it, yeah, it stops calling, it doesn't call him mate or he calls him man or he calls him dude. No, I, I, have I ever said a bro? I don't know. You said a bro till we got a lot close i used to use bro a lot and yeah. that's kind of now i get shamed for that yeah but but the funniest thing is dos really doesn't like when i call him out <laughs> and i and i bit my tongue like three times so i'm like he left I'm the not, room didn't he yeah because i'm like i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it and then i'm like i think he left the room i'm just like that's gnarly <laughs> <laughs> yeah you said oh gnarly and dos just uh, saw I didn't know, but i knew i was you like no, you're right and, like, then, and then in the end he just said write that down for the podcast <laughs> yeah the other thing i just wanted quickly it was your birthday which yeah, people would have saw but uh, what did you get for your birthday very lucky you know when you've got the you get a couple of cards a bit of yeah. cash i kind of said to the fam i really want to buy a ps5 yeah so yeah i was lucky got a bit of cash from Ghani, my girlfriend, family, uh, even a bit of Christmas money went towards it, but got myself a PS5 because I said I'm not getting... Sucked in. Suck, no, I'm not getting the new FIFA until I get a, a PS5. Yeah, so, smart. So smart. I... Uh, and you love FIFA. Love FIFA. We've talked about it many times. We have, but... <laughs> you used to do naughty things to FIFA. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> well, if it's on another episode, you can uh, go fine. But ba- so this is the only issue. So what happened was, you know, you know when you get a new toy, yeah, you're so excited mm-hmm. to spend the time, whether it's... You get, you get a new PlayStation game, you're set for the next night or the next day. You go, I'm going home. I want no distractions. I'm playing this. Like, I'm going hard. Well, I got the PS5 on a Sunday and I said to Garni, look, I'm going to Big W because they had, they had the cheapest price. Yeah, Let's lovely. just say that. And I went there, <laughs> got it, took it back. Oh, so, I was so excited. Set it up. Did all the, you know, the, the loading. and yep. you know, get installing. It installing. That's the word, installing. And... I was putting the FIFA disc in and it wasn't, it was saying disc unread and I got it out and it was covered in scratches, right? And, and fuming. I was angry. From all reports. And I was really upset because I thought, I've finally done something for myself. I've yeah. only got to bought something. And the whole thought, and I know Big W is only five minutes up the road. I went to Chapel Street, Big W, South Yarra. Okay. And they looked after me there. Yeah. I, went, I had to drive back, told the bloke, and he said, oh, he looked at the disc and it did have some scratches. I was like, mate, it's, mate, it's scratched. Like, you wouldn't believe. Yeah, cats had a go at it. Got, he goes, well, I'll give you another one. So get one, go, leave. And the effort, you know, it was pissing out rain that day. I was, I was in my thongs. I, th- I nearly slipped over at one point, actually. <laughs> get back home, put the disc in again, same thing. I think, you're fucking joking. Yeah, not happy. Well, then I I thought <laughs> I better work this out because something's not right. Well, Faulty PlayStation. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was the console. But turns out I was actually putting the disc in upside down <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> So the first dish probably would have been fine. <laughs> Does it made uh, a big fuss? I made, but I didn't tell Garni that because I yeah, made a big yeah, fuss yeah, in front yeah, of her. Yeah. I thought, this is this is not acceptable. I hope, this she, is, <laughs> hope she is this. This is not good enough from Big W. But uh, it was all fine in the end. Well, I've been playing it every day since. Lovely. So one game. So I'm a FIFA FIFA yep, boy. One yep. thing I'm real. Uh, you know what I'm going to buy? What? WWE 2K24. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah. No, You're I am. back on the I'm wrestling back on the wrestling. You know that I've told you I'm back yeah, on it in a way. Yeah, I have yeah. been saying to you because you, you keep going, are you really, Doss? Yeah. I, I reckon I am. 
comes to around Royal Rumble time, and I am. Yeah. Speaking of Royal Rumble, you you yeah. watched the Rumble, didn't you? Well, I did actually. Uh, there just used to be a big tradition in our friendship group. Yeah, Every did. year we. Uh, we all loved our wrestling as teenagers, and mm. we uh, there was two events each year, or three actually, that we always made sure. It was SummerSlam, WrestleMania, and Royal Rumble, and the boys would all get together. We actually used to bet on it, yeah. if you remember. We used to all pull random numbers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anyway, the Royal Rumble was coming around this year, and Doss, Doss was actually away, which we'll get to in a second, why, where you were and what you were doing. But uh, three of the boys decided to, to meet up, Jai, Will, myself. And uh, the Royal Rumble, for those that don't know, it's a, it's a one-off match once a year. The winner of it gets a ticket to the biggest event of the year and a, and a title shot. If you get thrown over the ropes and hit the ground, you're out. It's elimination. Mm. Both feet must touch the floor. Yeah, and that's my kind of style. It's fast-paced. I'm not a, I'm not a technical wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I came over and I had a big night the night before, which... Uh, that's very unlike yeah, you too. Yeah, I was just tired. I was tired. So I got to Jai's and Jai's got a very comfy couch. So uh, basically how it works is one and two enter and then every 90 seconds the next participant rolls in well i saw one and two enter and i thought i might just close the old eyes for a second <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I i fell into a deep slumber that's what i would say because i was expecting a, a five minute power nap and i woke up you know when you wake up groggy like and when you when you sleep on a mate's that's couch so you funny. actually don't even know you expect to see your own bedroom and stuff like you're in that much of a haze up like, where the fuck am i <laughs> Basically, there was two men left in the ring. So, so it wasn't the two blokes that were starting. So no, they, they, uh, they've probably long gone. Uh, so I missed everything. I missed the whole thing and I slept through the whole thing and I saw the last guy get thrown over and the winner announced. And uh, I looked over and Will James was snoring at this point. Like, I oh, shut. <laughs> and he loved wrestling. Yeah, and Joe Richardson, who loves it too, he was kind of in a groggy vein. He said, mate, to be honest, I nodded off for a while too. But... We all slept through the big event, and, and wow. this, was, this was two o'clock. That's, that's when you know we're aging. We're two o'clock older. on a Sunday. This isn't late at night. This is two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. So that's kind of what happened there. But where were you? Well, I I would have loved to come, and I was actually really looking forward to that. And it it just unfortunately fell on the same time I was away with the family. We were away on a on a Disney cruise. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laugh, laugh for children. <laughs> I bet. At one point, I came back, and didn't you say all you three boys were just imagining me, me being the only. You know, 30 year old 30 year old bloke yeah, The rest of the yeah. trip Was either fathers That are in their 40s or 50s Or, or young kids. children yeah. Under 10 Yeah but That's what we were really We were actually hoping that. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that at all It was a good It was actually really, really I heard good it was very good But uh, I didn't want to go On this cruise This Disney cruise When it was p- brought To my attention A couple of years ago By my mum and, and my sisters And Disney was always A big thing for our family Growing up We yep. went to Disney World In America Disneyland as well And Disney was always A big thing now that I'm an adult, Disney's not my thing anymore. Oh, really? Which is quite, I think, normal. You grow out of it. Yeah. But my, my, there was a Disney cruise coming to Australia. And it, it, this is the first ever time it's come to Australia. It's always an American thing. Mm-hmm. It's an American ship. So yep. why would it sail all the way across to Australia? But when it was mentioned, I said, no, no chance in hell. I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm not going on that. And the money for it too. I was like, I don't want to spend yeah. my money on that. Something yeah. that I'm, I'd rather, you know, get flights, go somewhere else. And then my family guilt tripped me into it. Yep. And I, I, but then I started thinking, oh, geez, the buffet sounds quite good. Well, that's where you make your money so back. So that's where I make my money back. So I thought, oh, you know, it might be all right. The, yep. you know, and then I, we got on there and it was a great time. I reckon that's where you got sick, by the way. I definitely did. Yeah. Garni got sick too. One thing that you take the piss out of me all the time, and you guys know listening, is you might hear... The, the it's get, already been mentioned once already. I get called Wayne from the man opposite me <laughs> because I can't stand it because it happens all the time. I'm getting called Wayne and people people mishear my name. It happens more than you think. And it, it really does grind my gears. This is the one that really probably set me off a little bit. And I just kept it to myself because we were around the family. Basically, they make this... Grand entrance when you come in, each family comes in to <laughs> onto the ship. <laughs> and yeah, they have an announcer. It <laughs> goes through the whole the speaker system. <laughs> Did this happen at your uni as well? Yes. Did you get called? Yeah, but it was yeah, that was in front of bloody five thousand people. That you got called Wayne at your graduation. No, no so they called me Wade, but uh, Custerton. <laughs> Not Custer son. <laughs> Can never get it. Never. It's one uh, or the other. So as um <laughs> as, as we're walking on, uh, what happened was so oh, you give the lady a pass yep. and then she gives the passes <laughs> to the person reading the names out. Yeah. So they don't read the name out each individually. They read you out as a family. Yeah. So the family yeah, yeah. name. But when she's scanning each individual person, she goes, Wayne, welcome <laughs> to the ship. 
And then, oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. And then they. David Bonnet, and, and then the big announcer goes, and please welcome the Custerton family. Oh, no. Uh, and, yeah, and it, it just happens over and over to the point where just the People weekend. People are lazy. They just don't read. Or just read it properly. Yeah. I've never, one I'd never heard before in my life until I got it the other day. I was in Sorrento for a wedding yeah. just only a few days ago. And the next day you go and have like a big brunch with you yeah. know, everyone who was invited to the wedding if you can go. We go to this cafe or bar slash cafe. It's really a beautiful day, sun shining. I thought, I'm going to get myself a coffee. And I wasn't too hungover. I actually felt really good. I was watching everyone else and they were dusty as hell. So I kind of felt good about myself. Going on a coffee and literally the night before, talking with a few of the boys and they were asking about my name because they wanted to make sure, like the, the girl, the MC, she wanted to make sure she got everyone's names right. And oh. and uh, I said, and we were just talking about how people get our names wrong. And, yeah. uh, and then... I said, like, it's Wade. Yeah. Not Wayne, Wade. <laughs> like, and, uh, <laughs> it's got to that point. Like, you have to. I have to. Yeah. And, and then we were having a laugh about it. And, well, it got to, we, the wedding went well. I got called Wade, which was Good. great. Next day, I go to order the coffee and it's a young French woman. Oh. And, and I really emphasize saying Wade. Yeah. Like, that's how I say it. Yeah. I don't, like, I should just say. Just Dan, say, I should say DOS. should say Dan. Say or, DOS. Yeah, I should say DOS. Go with um, the brand. Yeah, go with the branding. I said to her, Wade, and she obviously writes the name down and puts it to the side for the barista to start and she gets the next person she's serving. And I look at it and I read it. I go, is that what I think it says? Oh, no. And I looked at one of the boys. I said, is that, is that what I think it says? And then she'd spell my name, W-I-D-E. <laughs> Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what are you trying to say here? It's getting, well, you know, it's funny, actually. It's funny you say because I, I don't... Most people call me Danny. Most people yeah. call me Danny, except for like a handful of people. And it's got to the point where... Where was it? A couple of weeks ago when I was out, I was a bit peckish and I knew I was going to get have a few vodka lime sodas. So I thought I've got to get something in the guts. Otherwise, you know what I'm like, two drinks yeah. and I'm... Go to water. I go to water. And yeah, even just or even saying Danny in front of people that they will give me shit and I... Wait, in front of like who? Like well, people, people that don't call you Danny. Yeah, like anyway, it's weird. Well, but I find it weird sometimes. You find it weird. But uh, not the weirdest thing that happened that night. I actually discovered that I spent a whole night going out bars and uh, nightclubs and uh, I was feeling a bit of an itch down my uh, <laughs> down my backside. I'm like, gee, why, why, is it my, why is my jocks tag pushed out? Well, the next night I came home and got up the next morning and... Uh, yeah, I spent the whole night uh, with my jocks inside out and uh, invisible jocks because my pants kept falling down. So uh, basically, let's say I was wearing bonds, it would have said it the opposite way. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah, that was a bit embarrassing. But one last thing I just want to bring everyone up to speed with because everyone, because you, you, you dabble this in the podcast. You always say, oh, D's got a hernia, but you know. I've yeah, it's almost her- like a little Easter egg. Yeah, I've had a hernia. For those that really listen, no, he's, no he has an issue. Uh, I've got a big, and, and, and finally, I'm like, you know what? New Year's resolution, I'm getting this fucker fixed, right? So in early Jan, I'm going to the doctor. For those, Liz, for those, okay, D doesn't have private health insurance. And because of that, he's now on a waiting list. So that's why it's been there for so long, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. But, he, but now you've had enough. It, it's not even, it just, it, it's not even that bad. It's massive. And the doctor actually said to me, Joe, I don't know how you. have had it for a couple of years. A year and a bit. And he goes, and it's. In the, it's in the nether regions. And uh, and he goes, I don't know how the hell you run and go to the gym with that thing because it's because you, you got a measuring tape out. But anyway, the point of this story is where it's located. Now, it's located where the package is. It's probably a little bit uh, northwest. Um, the pubic bone area, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. There's a, big, there's a big lump, big golf ball there, big golf box there. And, <laughs> and well, I don't think they'll be wrapped with that. <laughs> no. Anyway, the doctor goes, mate, pull your trousers down. Let's have a look. And, and, and he got the measuring tape out. So first, I've got another man uh, with a tape measure measuring this bulbous of a, of a thing. <laughs> this tumour. But the funniest thing was is... I don't know if you've had this at the doctor's because I used to never want to pull my pants down. I still don't. Mate, so. I've had a finger up my ass in the doctor's office. So no, nothing, I'm oh, not afraid of I anything. I can't now. do that. So now he goes, now, should we sit or stand? He goes, let's stand. So he, so I'm standing and he's on it basically like kneeling in front of my, my crutch. And he goes, now pull your, pull your pants down. Now I didn't, I, I covered the junk, right? So I made a <laughs> he's nice kneeling. Little, yeah, he's kneeling in front of me. Now I covered in a nice little triangle, but he's not kneeling. He's actually on his feet, right? So he's like that. So to keep him stable... So he's squatting. He's kind of squatting, yeah. But to keep him stable, he's got one hand holding my bare ass to keep him, to keep him balanced. And the, and the other... Is he wearing hand, gloves? Yeah. So, I've got a, so I'm standing there with, a, with a man, another man's 
hand on my bare ass, and then he's and then he's got a measuring tape on the hernia, and and the weird thing is, I've done the whole, the whole Ricky Gervais Are thing. Your balls completely out? No, no, no. I'm covering him with my shorts. Okay, so they're not pulled all the way down. No, no, no. But you know the Ricky Gervais joke where he's at the doctor's and he and he, and like, he doesn't know what to say. Yeah, so does, he yeah, you go, yeah. So basically, so I did the exact same thing. I started making small talk with him while he's well, I could feel the man breathing on my. <laughs> My area, but uh, just letting everyone know the hernia will be What's fixed the very soon. Yeah, no update. So, uh, but that might come up a bit later in the loophole segment because mm. there's a little way around it. That oh, I've, uh, okay. Dis- that I've discovered. So, uh, anyway, that's a, that's a bit. Uh, it's it's a long intro. It's a lengthy intro today, but uh, we needed to bring everyone up to speed. Yeah, let's get into it. This episode of the Doss and D Show is brought to you by Fleet Plant High Solutions. We couldn't do the show without them, Doss. No. They are absolutely number one. Think of the biggest projects in the country. I'm talking railways, talking roads. Bridges, all the good stuff. When there's earth-moving needs, they're the one-stop shop. Chris and the team at FPH are the best in the business. But I think what separates them from everyone else and why they're the best is they put people first. Mm -hmm. They are customer-focused, and that's why we love them so much. We can't thank them enough for getting behind the show. Visit fbh.com.au right now for all your earth-moving needs. Let's get back into the episode. Okay, you teased off the top of the show, and I think the audience, they can't wait to hear this one because, uh, you know, this is a moment we stuffed up. But uh, You stuffed up. I stuffed up. Yeah, uh, D, D, D stuffed this one up. Take we, us back, Doss. Take yes, us, sir. take us to the well, date, the location, where were we? It's a, few, it's a couple months ago now. It's nearly. It's what's well, the start of Feb, so it would have been mid December. Yep. We're invited to a Christmas party for our now major naming rights partner, which we haven't even mentioned. No, they, uh, you would have heard in the last few episodes they slipped in, but uh, yeah, let's announce it. Fleet Plant High Solutions. FPH. FPH. Our good friends. We love them. They're the absolute best in the business when it comes to anything to do with earth moving. The greatest. Uh, the ad will be playing some stage throughout this episode. <laughs> I can't that's wait for to sure. We love creating those ads now. Yeah, they're <laughs> good fun. But we're at their Christmas party last year, and Chris, he's the uh, managing director. Yep. Chris invited us along, and he said, Boys, come along. They sponsored a, a few episodes last year, five yep. episodes. And he said, Come along. All our clients will be here. It'd be a good chance for you to come and just, you know, mingle with everybody, and we'd love to have you there. So it was, it was at George on Collins, this beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful venue. And the, Casey Stoner was the guest speaker. Yep. And Nathan Brown was the MC. I wonder who's going to be the MC <laughs> this year. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get the call up again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was there a couple of younger talents and walk running through the ranks? <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the big announcement. Who's emceeing this event? Who cares about the guest speaker? I just got a feeling it's going to be the most entertaining hour of people's lives, and you're going to get some serious quality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. this is not a ticketed event. So, uh, <laughs> but if you want to be invited, you have to, you have to spend a bit of coin with Fleet Plants. So buy your swimming pool and get them to do it, <laughs> or uh, or work for, or work for the big government. But basically. Um, as you walk in, you're greeted with a margarita and a raffle ticket. Uh, so we grabbed ourselves a margarita, you grabbed an espresso martini. And <laughs> Can I just say before we move on, imagine if by some chance Nathan Brown's listening to this. And this is... <laughs> just imagine. Uh, Oh, we love you, Brownie. We love you, Brownie. We love him on the show. Yeah, I actually messaged him the other day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check the day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. So we had margaritas and on arrival. <laughs> margaritas on arrival, and you get given a raffle ticket, and there was there's gonna be a big major <laughs> raffle. <laughs> um, I'm crying, <laughs> and um, a major prize. Was <laughs> I think I think, the, I think third prize was like a night at the QT. Yep. With like you know uh, dinner, dinner voucher. Ball, yeah. Second prize was I think a really four tickets to the Australian Open or, or two really good tickets yep. to the Australian Open. First prize was a round of golf with you and two others. I might no you and you a and friend. Other, yeah. You and one other go go around with two other people to the Cathedral, the most yeah. prestigious golf course. In Victoria. Now, for us, that got lost on us a bit because we're not massive golfers. But for a lot of our golfer friends, they're like, boys, like, they have, you, there's not many members. You don't just, you can't just pay a fee and rock up. Like, it's invite only. Well, even Royal Melbourne, I think you can actually buy, you know, a, a, uh, yeah. a, a group to go and play at Royal Melbourne. You, you can't you really just rock to. up and, and play here. So it's the most prestigious tournament. And, course. Uh, course. Course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not playing in a tournament, I tell you that. God, I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted to win that. Yeah. But Cathedral. It's it's the best of the best. You, yep. Yeah, you, you, you have to know someone who knows someone who knows someone. Yeah, you know, we walked in not really thinking much yet. We have the raffle tickets. We chuck it in your pocket. Chuck it in your pocket. We get mingling a few more margaritas. Yeah, and then we sit down. We have dinner. We or, listen to the. We listen to, to the Nathan the, Brown to Nate Brown and, and Casey Stoner. That was great. 
And then it comes to the uh, the raffle being drawn. Now, I've got my raffle ticket in my hand and there he goes, starts trying to fiddle. And I see him just moving around and he's actually bumping me a bit. And he's and he looks at me and he goes, mate, I can't find my raffle ticket. So, oh, I, I, at this stage, I, I'm panicking because I'm like, where the hell is it? I'm looking in my wallet because I don't lose things. Mm. This is the annoying thing. I don't lose things. No, but, but I do. And I can't find my raffle ticket. Mm. So I say to you, I just say, just out of interest, what? Are you? And you're like, I'm blue 24. So I'm like, all right, I took the very next ticket. I know I'm blue 25. Yeah. And at this stage, I'm, I'm like looking, I'm looking, I'm like checking, you've got it, we can't find it. I'm like, all right, if God forbid, because at this stage, I don't want to hear B25, blue. But I say, so that's, I'm like, just, okay, let's just please don't as be. As long as it's not that. As long as it's not that. So so third prize, read out. Not, uh, not us. Enjoy. That's fine. Enjoy. You know, have, have fun at the QT. Yeah. Second prize, read out. Any anything? No, have no. fun at the tennis. Enjoy, en- enjoy all the best, all the best. And we're at this stage. We're wanting because we said to each other, if we win, I take you, you take me. Yeah. So we're going for B twenty four. Yeah. So I'm B twenty blue B twenty four. We're praying for that Come because D has lost blue B twenty five. And then we hear Chris read out uh-huh. blue B twenty five, and. <laughs> De- My we look, heart sunk. Like we're like, are you kidding me? And there was just kind of crickets, and then you know you hear everyone go redraw, redraw, and then D actually put up his hand. I'm like, I've won. I've, I've actually won. won. And then they thought Westy was excited. Yeah, but then they kind of thought you were taking the Mickey a little bit, didn't they? Well, they thought I was taking the Mickey, but then it was a, like a bit of commotion because normally you run up with your ticket well i didn't have a ticket so i'm kind of yelling i've lost my ticket i lost my ticket and i was like oh yeah but then some other bloke comes up and he goes here's a ticket and he goes i found it on the floor over there and points to where we probably spent the previous hour mingling and chatting and, and putting down the espresso martinis mm. so he's come up and we fumbled claimed it and, I, and i've gone to west and we've caught up with him at we the after party from, yeah and, and we explained the whole thing and he's like he's like i was so excited when i saw you boys had won because he's like oh we'll go out yeah and uh, anyway, didn't happen. And now I, I, I just I can't believe that luck. Like you don't win anything. We never win anything. So we've decided we're going to keep this quite short. But when have there been times where you've won something that you can't claim? Because that I mean that for me that could have been the golf box segment today. When did I stuff up? But that was. Oh, and oh, I'm, 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 mate, I'm actually sorry. No, it's okay. No, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. If I, I know I've said it before, oh, so but I'll, I'll say it publicly. I'm sorry. Let's just say this. I caught up with a few mates, uh, barefoot, I mean, bowls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please beep that out. Because <laughs> I said that thinking uh, it's a nice little in-joke. Um, it is an in-joke. No yeah. one knows what that means. Nah, but um, basically, <laughs> caught up with a few mates and we go play barefoot bowls. And two of them are mad golfers. Yeah. Family friends of mine. And they play every week. Like... And they're guns. Like, mm. they're both really, really good. And one of them, Jake Lovett. Lovey, mm. I mentioned to Lovey. I said, mate. Because he saw you having a hit, didn't he? No, no. So what oh. it was, was I mentioned to him about, I said, I actually was telling, he goes, how's the potty going? And I just said, oh, look, we've, looks like we've just yeah. signed a new sponsor. And, uh, mate, funnily enough, <laughs> me and Dee were meant to, I told him about the prize we're meant to win because he loves golf. And I didn't say, I just said, oh, at, um, what's the name? I think it's called Cathedral. And he just, his jaw dropped. Oh. And um, Golfer's dream. Yeah, but well, Chris did mention to us. He goes, "Don't worry about it, boys. I'll take you for a round anyway." Yeah, so we'll cut, we'll, we'll, let's let's snip that part up. Yeah, yeah but we'll, we'll wait and see. But again, I'm not desperate for it because I'm not great. But when I told Jake that, you know, we, he offered for us to go, and he goes, "We're having a few hits in the backyard," and I was shanking them <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> missing it, shanking it, and he, and he actually Pot looked holes. at me and he, and he said, "Mate," he goes, "If you're gonna go and play there, you need to." practice yeah. he goes you can't be hitting it like that like he was being deadly serious he goes that like that I'd is be, the m- i'd be nervous to play there yeah you? me too like imagine leaving divots yeah and swinging them there. well do you have any examples of times you know there's a couple i mean the classic one is and we've all heard this is the bitcoin the early well, bitcoin well, one just came to my mind and it's not a biggie and i know you've got one racing related in a minute but i remember as a kid we had a christmas party and a positive move christmas party yep dad's business a positive move like cranberry race club and I would have been, I reckon, 12. Yeah. So, and it's night racing and dad's, you know, said, do you want to put on a bet? Bloody oath. I, I didn't know how it worked. Chose my favourite number, number nine. Runs around, wins. I'm trying to find my dad. Thinking, you know, oh my God, oh my oh, God. Oh no. And, he, and I said, dad, mate, dad, it won. Like, and he goes, oh mate, I, f- I didn't put it on. Oh. So I was pretty, at, the, at, at that moment, I was pretty shattered. I was a kid, oh, mate, yeah. I would have won, I think, 50 bucks as that, a kid. That's good. Good a coin. A 12-year-old kid, I would have been like, that's, that's, mate, that's life-changing money. Wow. 
but uh, didn't 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 come to fruition. Well, one of my favourites, you know, of all time, and this and this happened. This I wish I had the example of this, but I remember this clear as day. It would have been Melbourne Cup, I reckon 20, 2009, 2010, around that era, where we were on Facebook and somebody posted. <laughs> They posted, they got the trifecta. Fantastic. Like hard to get. Hard to and, do. and thousands of, you know, a couple of grand they won. And they put the picture of the winning ticket on their Facebook. But holding it up or? Yeah. Yeah. No, just a picture like the tickets on the, and they said like to prove I've got the, the, the numbers, like I've won the trifecta. Amazing. Fantastic. You know, <laughs> well, there's a little loophole, uh, a little mistake that they decided to make. Some, some very quick witted Facebook friend of theirs. Wasn't me. I just want to preface by saying that 100% wasn't me if you think that that's what I'm saying. But they basically took a screenshot and they went, they must, they could have been at the TAB or they whizzed down to their TAB and they've scanned the code. The barcode. Because she's put the whole code on there and they've claimed the entire winnings. That's so And then horrible. a couple of hours later, that poor person then puts another post Was up. it a man or a woman? I think it was a woman and she basically like, to the scumbag, that blah, blah, blah. Like, Fair enough. Pretty dumb though to do that, I must say. Yeah. And now, and there's been countless, uh, people do it all the time. They put on Twitter and Facebook and, and things like that go wrong. Well, this is one that, and I went into a news agent the other day to get a, a card for yep. um, for the wedding that I just recently went to. Yeah, went into the uh, to the news agent, got the card, and I saw like these big screens at the back of a hundred million dollar Powerball, and I was actually tempted to buy a ticket. Yeah, I think it was twenty five. Oh, you, oh bucks. you always get tempted, yeah. And I was like, what if I win? Yeah. Then I, and then I went, Doss, you're not winning, like no <laughs> chance. But it did make me think. There's got to be people out there that have won won tats or, yep. or, won, or won the lottery and Card they've lost claim. the ticket. Yeah. And I was right because it's definitely happened. So Martin Tot, 33, and his 24-year-old wife, Kay, from the UK, missed out on a $5 million lottery <sighs> fortune after losing their ticket. Now, $5 million, like it's not $100 million, but $5 million. That changes most people's – 99% of people's lives get changed yep. instantly with $5 million. So basically, <laughs> a seven-week investigation um, <laughs> by the company that runs the UK's national lottery – Convinced officials that their claim to the winning ticket was legitimate. But since there is a 30-day time limit on reporting lost tickets, the company was not required to pay up and the jackpot became the largest unclaimed (gasps) amount since the lottery began in 1994. And then this is the lady who won. Thinking you're going to have all the money is really liberating. Having it taken away has the opposite effect. It drains the life from you and puts a terrible strain on your marriage. (laughs) It was the cruelest torture imaginable. So... Oh, don't tell me they started investing in things prematurely. Jeez, oh, you wouldn't think so. Like, oh. what, what are you but, doing with what money? Well, unless you got, if you've got a bit of money, you've got to put a loan down for a car and you think, well, I know that's... Imagine that. Oh, that's horrible. Like, that would be a shit feeling, like thinking you've just... Well, we had that feeling essentially, but not with money. Yeah, but it's probably... Yeah, how much would that experience be worth? A few grand. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Look after your tickets, look after your friends, look yeah. after your mates. Have you got one there? Uh, this is Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, no, that's just, oh, no, just a quick one. It was just, I think everyone's heard this story. I, I don't have it written down, but I think it's a very early, the early investor in Bitcoin, very early on, bought Bitcoin when it was worth nothing, mm. turned into, I think it was worth $20 million when the guy decided I want to get it out, 20 million US, and uh, didn't have the password. And they said, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, so oh. there's, there's millions, and now it's probably worth even more. And there's millions and millions of unclaimed Bitcoin that there's just no access to because the rules are you can't. Mm. Well, you know that happened to Hamish and Andy. Similar really? thing, yeah. They, but I don't think they wouldn't. They weren't early investors, but they bought a Bitcoin. Really? Bitcoin really early. They don't have the password. Lost the password. See, that's the thing with those things. Got to be mm. careful. So again, I'll say it again. Look after your tickets. Look yeah. after your mates. <laughs> mates. So last week with Lee Castledine, great interview. We awesome. debuted a brand new segment, which was called "The Price Is Right," where you went one on one with Lee in the in the, in the Price Is Right style uh, competition with a few. It products. was fun. It was a lot good. of fun. Great feedback so far. We have the Virtual Expo come on board for for uh, a segment for for the next few weeks, which we're really really excited to do. So now we decided we probably can't really do the Price Is Right against each other today. Mm. So we'll, you, you'll see it again in the next couple of weeks. For with, sure, it'll with, be there. It'll be there with the, with some more guests upcoming, but. We're just going to dedicate the next segment to the Virtual Expo, but before we do, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce us? I will. I will introduce it right now, Dave. This segment is brought to you by our good friends at the Virtual Expo. If you want eyes on your business, this is the place to be, and all you need is an internet connection. Mm-hmm. Visit www.theexpo.com.au to get involved today. Yeah, we'll explain what that means for all business people shortly. Yeah. But before we do, we discussed off the top of the show that we're going to talk about loopholes. Now, the mm. way this segment came about was, of course, Dawson D being tight. Actually, it wasn't you, it was me. Me. And everybody knows this. A year ago, we basically lost all the Dawson D content for the 
previous time, two and a half, three yeah. years with the old, uh, the old hard, hard drive issues. When we lost all that, we invested in quite some expensive software that we downloaded and paid for that would supposedly recover all the lost files. Did it? No. No, it didn't. But we paid, we paid our money. Now, this thing, though, was an annual subscription. I'm actually very thankful to this company because most companies don't do this. They actually send us an email saying, hey, in 28 days, letting you know the annual payment's coming out. So if you want to unsubscribe, now's the time, which I appreciate because most of the time they won't no, tell you that. Why would they? No. Yeah. So anyway, I quickly went and unsubscribed. Now, the thing about this and how it turns into loopholes is they do everything they can to make sure you don't actually unsubscribe. So that, you know, they ask you why, can we fix this, blah, blah, blah. And their very last plead with you. To keep you on. To keep you on is we'll give you 50% off. That's like their final offer. And they do like 30%. You say no. They go 50% for the next year. Wow. So I think for a lot of people, they go 50%. And I've noticed that even with streaming services now, I, I got I got binged for free, right? Yeah. For three months. And then once that expired, they've, they gave me an offer the other day, $5 for 12 months. Really? $5 a month for 12 months. Sorry? Jeez, they're desperate. Yeah. So I'm like, there's loopholes there. And every time you unsubscribe from streaming services now, not everyone, but a lot of them, that's a loophole. Unsubscribe and they'll try and keep you on. And if you're keen to stay, worst case is you just keep paying what you pay. But there's yeah. a little loophole. I've, I didn't I've, know that. Yeah. A lot of the time when you're just about to leave, the new technique is, well, let's get them on for fi- you know 50%. And I've done that with the, the old internet as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you had a, a bit new, of a kerfuffle there. Yeah. Signed a new three-month three deal. Contracted. Three-year contract. Three-month three contract. Oh. Yeah. So, loopholes. We decided we'd find a few because uh, this might save you guys a dollar or two. So, this loophole I found, which I thought... Very clever. Yeah. Very, very clever. But no, you couldn't get away with it now. Hear We're me. talking probably five, ten years ago. So a Chinese man booked first class plane ticket. He would arrive with his ticket and he'd go straight to the lounge. Yep. So he's first class. He'd sit in the lounge. Our favourite place. And consume all the uh, all the goodies. Yep. Get straight into the buffet, get stuck in, eat it all, gobble it all up. He would cancel his ticket and reschedule it to the next day oh. when basically he had enough food. So before the flight had even boarded, he'd reschedule because i don't know it must have been a setting or something you could do yeah. on the online portal where you could reschedule that flight didn't have to buy a new one just actually i don't need to take this flight anymore or can i schedule it for tomorrow so basically he did that for the next day he rocked up to the next day <laughs> mate helped himself so he just went, free went, lunches. To, went, went, to, went to town yep did yeah. it again guess how many days he did that for oh, 67 300 days what? <laughs> he did this wow. for 300 days until he got caught once he got caught he got refunded his plane ticket. <laughs> so, so I don't, and this is the thing, people. This isn't breaking the law. No. These are all loopholes. Yep. These are little tricks. Yeah. I mean, this that, one that, that shocked me. Oh, I think that's a good one. We know how good those lounges are, especially oh. those good buffets there. Dossa, yeah. we went, we made our first experience there the on the way lounge. back from from the Gold Coast, and and the very first minute of being there, Doss spilled the fried rice absolutely <laughs> everywhere. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of fried rice, stay tuned shortly. <laughs> Here's a good one. Now this is now, this is obviously very niche, but a local radio station had a contest where you call in when they played the same artist back to back. That's quite a yeah, typical radio yeah. thing, and then you win a prize. Well, the radio station, they weren't too smart because what they did on their website, they have a now playing, a previous playing oh. and coming up next. You're kidding. So it says here, my girlfriend at the time would start calling in before the second song even came on. Wow. She won a ton of prizes ranging from concert tickets to a laptop. How smart. Yeah. So little loophole. Wow. And I, I yeah, dumb on the radio. I haven't heard that competition, that kind of style for a long time. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I'm not sure. Well, yeah. But again, just don't put it on the website. Now, this is one I found on someone's TikTok, mm-hmm. which a, a couple of Aussie, Aussie creators, I can't remember their names, but I saw the video and they did it. But essentially, it's to get courtside NBA seats. Oh, Yeah, so wow. they went to Stub, StubHub, which yep. is like, a, what, what would you call that? Like a secondhand uh, ticket selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rese- yeah reselling of tickets. Yeah. And it's legitimate. So if you basically, if you, in, in America, typically for the NBA stadiums, is you buy a season pass, so you get your seat for the whole season. Yeah. But if you, your, your duty is that if you don't go to the game, you're supposed to actually resell that so they fill the crowd up. Yeah. Especially so, like those really big teams. That so StubHub is a way to do that. Yeah, so StubHub's if, if, the number one. If you know you're one. away, you can yeah. put it up there when, yeah. you're, when you're not available to go to the game. So essentially, you go to StubHub, you get yourself a normal GA ticket, right? Yep. You jump on Canva if you're any good with graphics. Oh, no. And what you do is you actually, naughty. you must be able to, on that ticket, you can change it to, say, courtside or whatever it is. Sm- That's so, so smart. And then... But you scan in with the ticket, and then you've but then you've got this fake ticket on your phone. So basically, whip up that copy of the courtside ticket, scan your GA, go in, and then once you go in, 
wait for the crowd to kind of fill in yep. the gaps. Yep. So don't just duck to court side, jump in a random yep. seat Someone at the start of the game. Minute. Someone yep. could jump, come last minute or late to the game. Give it a little bit of quarter, time, maybe. quarter, yep. and then walk down and you'll notice like which seat you're going to go for. Show them the court side seat, straight, bang, straight in. That's so smart. Yeah. I like that one. Mm. Gee, we could we should be more creative with Canva. We should. Yeah, like, we there's should. probably some good content there. Yeah. I like this one, and this is one you can all use, and this is one we should actually maybe use. So I still use this loophole of jumping on a shuttle bus out of LAX to a parking garage or hotel. So smart. You come out of you, – you just grab the free shuttle bus because they go around, as you know, at the airport. You just jump on mm. it, get taken to a random hotel. That's where you call your Uber or your Lyft. So call the Uber from the hotel – why? Because it, it, it avoids the Uber airport cost. So, so the Ubers have it, an airport cost? Well, it brings a ride, the ride home for him down to $10 from $40. Really? Yes, because at the airport they charge because they know people's desperate. That's so So true. what he does is he or she gets on a shuttle bus, a free shuttle bus that goes around, get taken a few kilometres away from the airport and get picked up from there. Very. I'll use that. Yeah, we should use yeah, that. Yeah, let's give that a crack next time. Yeah, I think in Melbourne I'll go... The shuttle. We, actually, we actually just pay our we just we just park at the airport. Yeah, we, we yeah. legitimately park at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time we don't. But uh maybe Gold Coast. Uh, Try to my, Gold Coast. My third one is a, a pretty straightforward and simple one, which I've used many, many times. You have? Yeah, which good. I like and, this. And, and you know it, which is especially uh at, at Amy Park, the sporting complex. You gotta you have to <laughs> yeah. have to know specific stadiums. But I just buy a kid's ticket whenever yep. I go. Yeah. I buy a yep. kid's ticket every time I go to Amy Park because there's no they can't they can't no. They can't police it. There's no screens to show that I'm a child, I'm an adult ticket, whatever. I just scan through, big crowd, bang, I'm out. If that video blows up, there's going to be your face on Yeah, uh, it will didn't. be. But when you think, like an adult's ticket, it could be up to like, you know, I don't know, it could be up to 50 bucks, probably mm. more sometimes depending on the game. 30 to 50 bucks. It, it's, it's uh, well, and especially if you go around, around stadiums of the world, like when we went to, right, when we're going to how Premier was, League. Well, how much was Stanford Bridge? That wasn't cheap. Oh, two, I think it was 250 pound each. each. Yeah. I like this one. This is just a malfunctioning machine. So if you can get onto a malfunctioning bit of technology, get onto it early, cash in. There was a drink machine in college that was 75 cents for a juice. If you put it in a dollar, it gave you five quarters in change. So, so it actually gives you, you put in, if you put in a dollar, it gives you five quarters in change. So, that so it gives get, you your money back. Plus 25 cents. <laughs> so I got a juice every day for mums before they finally fixed it. So... so just free, a free juice that's just an extra cash free juice and making cash on that so not bad uh, yeah. not bad without mate I don't have any more loopholes they're my loopholes I love the uh, I love how the, my, the top one was it was specifically it was specific about it was, he was a Chinese man at the yeah, airport very specific, very yeah, specific. no yeah. need well I'll give you just one more because I know you'll love this one Dos and this is just again this is not one that we can all necessarily use but just keep an eye out for your local Domino's or your Bubba's uh, yeah, a pizza if you, you. If you, Only if you're in Mornington uh, for Bubba's. I remember as a kid, <laughs> my dad had a round table coupon, buy one large pizza, get one free. The coupon didn't have an expiration date and they never collected that payment. He would show them the coupon, we'd apply the discount and we'd just use the same coupon for years. <laughs> really? <laughs> so they never, that's just, like, like, for goodness sake, take the coupon if you're working yeah, there. Was yeah. that a coupon? Thanks. Yeah, just, it's, it's like the FBI card. FBI, okay, yeah, sure, come through. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. so dumb. Oh, no, dumb. But you got to cash in on stupidity yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you do. Especially in this and uh, probably, tough economic And probably climate. the delivery guys or girls are probably younger as well. I don't give a crap. They probably don't train them properly. Uh, yeah, I'll say the coupon, thanks. So there's some lovely coupon, uh, coupons. coupons. There's, <laughs> there's, some lovely, there's some lovely loopholes for you. Yeah. Now, a place where you don't need a loop. Oh, because it is the virtual expo. Oh, the because, virtual expo. Because that's, that's where so you go true. now. If you've got a business and you really want to see it thrive, if you want eyes on your business, this is the place to go. So I'm talking. If you've got, doesn't matter what you do. Give me some businesses: graphic design, graphic design, accountants. accountants, consultants. They'll be there. Marketing gurus. Yep. Real estate agents. Products. Products. Drone e- it. Ecom stores. Yep. Anything and everything. Everything and anything. And if you've got your business and you want eyes on it, I'm talking, this is a global expo. Mm. So for two big days, there is an expo online. All you need is an internet connection. Set up your booth. Get thousands of eyes on your so business. So you're basically saying it's like if I went to a big expo, an expedition in Melbourne, yep. I don't have to go to an expedition, line up and wait. and I can just go online and it's all there. Set it up and you know what? You can either be online, but every but if you're not online, every time somebody, if, I, if you've got a booth, every time I visit it or somebody visits it, you get a notification and say, hey, D's at your booth and I can actually request a live meeting. You can hop online. Wow. Let's, let's Zoom. Let's do it right now. So this is a place to be speakers, workshops, 
get eyes on your business, head to thevirtualexpo.com.au. That's if amazing. you're a small business person, do it. And if you know what? If, if you don't want to exhibit, just grab a $20 ticket, take advantage of all the speakers That's and workshops so and, uh, and go do some networking. Love that. All right, Doss, are you ready to take on the Golf Fox? I'll tell you what, I've seen a few guests do it and I've always looked at it and thought, I'd be a bit nervous if I was there. Firstly, just before we get into the segment, for those that, uh, look, I'm going to assume most people know, have, have listened and, and if you haven't, well, you're about to have a, a great surprise. But out of the six we've done so far with the Golf Box, which one is your favourite so far? Lee, Lee just recently had to ring uh, the most famous person in his phone. And let me say, I don't think it was the most famous person, no. but still good someone effort. who we know and he tried, they didn't answer, but that is one that, that, that made me I mean, that, oh, I really don't want that one today because no. uh, I've got a few big names in there. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. let's just say I'm not ringing them. Right, Sam well, Newman, I'm not calling you today. No, no, no. <laughs> not today, mate. But uh, What's in the Golf Box is brought to you by our good friends at Golf Box, Australia's greatest golf superstore. If you need it, they have it, and it gets to you fast and free. Shop online at golfbox.com.au. Now, the main part there, Doss, fast and free. That's, 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 that's incredible. It's unbelievable. I've got a few friends that love golf. Yeah. So when I told them that Golf Box were, were jumping on as a partner of the show, as a segment partner, they couldn't believe it. Yeah. They were actually wrapped because I've never been a golfer myself. I've never purchased golfing gear or equipment or accessories or clothing. I've never been a golf person. So they were saying to me, no, nah, they, are, they are the best. They are. And, they're, and I guess love it and fans love it. So they do. Uh, if you are a golfer, make sure you head over there and, and check it out because fast and free, that is quite You incredible. don't get that really anyway. Not in today's day and age, I will say. Now, you or me first. How do you want to do this? Uh, let's do a quick little rock, paper, scissors. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. You right. can go first. All right. So do you want to hold it I'll up? I'll hold there? it up. Oh, here we go. Wait, we need to get the branding in there. Yeah. yeah so. Can your camera see that? Yeah. Yeah, good. Can. All, All right. right. What is in the golf box today? What's in there, mate? What's one moment you knew you fucked up? Well, what, what would oh, yours be? I think, I think, I think who got on this? The I think it was, that's, that's tough on the spot. Is that Lucas that got this one? Yeah, he whoever did. it was, he scrunched it right up yeah. into a nice little uh, paper mache. <laughs> uh, what's one moment I, I knew I, I fucked up? Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one that, where I remember that I knew you. And it hasn't been shared on the show? I don't think it's been shared, no. Basically, back in the day, I was working in a warehouse. The, the OG Dawson D followers will remember that I worked there for quite a long time. And uh, we had these walking forklifts. So they're not a proper forklift. You kind of walk them around and you get the pallets down from way up high. So it's all electronic or button pressed. Well, there's two, right? So one moment I knew I really stuffed up was, it was like my second or third week working at this warehouse. And I, and I was a bit ambitious. I'm like, I'm going to get that pallet that's up high because I'm sick of asking for help, right? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I go in and I'm walking behind this thing and I, meet, and I look I'm like, yep, that looks pretty good. And then you slide the forks in or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. the forks, yeah. And you slide in, then you pick up the pallet and away you go. Well, I misjudged the height and I've slid in with speed and I've actually hit the underbar. Oh, no. But what's happened is the forklift's bounced back off and it's rolled onto my foot, onto my toe, right? <laughs> so I've got... And this thing, weigh, this thing weighs a ton. Like, I'm, I'm, like an absolute ton. Yeah. Well, that, well, it carries tons, so it has yeah. to weigh a ton. So I, I've got this big forklift stuck on my foot. The entire thing's on my foot. And I'm like, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. And you're panicking because I'm like, I don't want to call for help. I don't want anyone to know. You're at the new job. So I've tried to... I've tried to rip my foot from under the forklift, right? So in that moment, I knew I, knew I fucked up. I'm in trouble here. Oh, so I've tried yeah. to rip my foot out. And I've just felt this, like, so I've ripped, I know, okay, the nail's gone. I've ripped my nail off, but the foot's still stuck. So I had to roll the foot, I had to push a button and roll the whole thing back off and then go up to my boss and be like, look, I've made a mistake here. And I've taken my runner off and I've released my sock and just the blood really? just poured oh, out yuck. of my foot. So, but I, I escaped with no major injury. I went to footy training two days later. didn't actually train, but I showed up. And I think uh, off the top of my head, that's one moment that uh, I knew I, I stuffed up. Yeah. Is that do, okay? Yeah, that's great. Do I just dive the no, same no, way? No, 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 no. You get, you get a freshie, Dad. What's in the golf box for you? <laughs> What's the worst excuse you've used to get out of something? Ooh. So that was what Lucas got, this one. Oh, that's right. Well, I haven't done a lot of dating. I mean, I've always been a girlfriend guy, so it's not like I've, I've got out of dates or anything like that. <laughs> the Beatles documentary comes to mind. <laughs> No, but that was that was a genuine. <laughs> that was a genuine what? Maybe is, you, is that worth saying? That I reckon it's. Okay. I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> this is one of my favourite stories. I know it's been shared, but uh, has it? I think it has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you weren't happy when I when I when I mentioned because Camille was filming. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this one. 
oh, well, yeah. So I was dating a girl, well, yeah, would have been a couple of years ago now. Yeah. Before we went to London. Basically, <laughs> there was a new Beatles documentary that came out. I think it was on <laughs> Disney or Amazon. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Disney, Disney Plus. And you know me, like I, I, like, I love older music and I go through phases. So when there's like some type of documentary or movie mm-hmm. before the movie, I'll set myself up and I'll just be listening to the artist nonstop. Did it with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Queen. Mm. You know, Elton John. Elton John, Rocket Man. Did it with Elvis, even though I listen to Elvis a lot. Did it with Elvis. And then when it came to the Beatles documentary, <laughs> the, the Get Back, not Got Back. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> yeah, um, unlicensed music. But yeah, I, I had a, we had like a date organized with the girl I was seeing at the time. Yeah, she was working out the date, working out the time. And then I didn't realize that got released that day, this documentary. And I basically, I just said to her, I was like, I went, before I even told her, actually, I went up because I set my night up. I thought I'm going to go to Woolies, get myself a few little treats. A few bag of, uh, what's your Uh, your Natural confect. Uh, I didn't think I bought a little tub of Ben and Jerry's. Oh, he was really setting himself out for for the night. night. And uh, I thought, I'm going to kick back and I'm going to watch this beta because it's a long documentary. Yeah. And yeah, I messaged her and I just said, look, really, really sorry, but... I'm actually going to just have a night for myself. I'm going to watch the Beatles documentary. Uh, that's not even that funny. <laughs> so why did you want me to share that? <laughs> no, it's because... It's such a pathetic excuse. No, or? but the, my, my favourite thing is, is, is how much of the documentary did you watch before you decided, oh, fuck it, I'll go over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favourite part of the story. <laughs> is that is that it was all great intent until we decided, oh, actually... Uh, Sonny's making him a little bit uh, frisky. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, then, uh, so what, what, 45 minutes nah, in? No, I reckon it was an hour and a bit. I it's a that, long doco. Oh, oh, after, after maybe the first or second episode, I thought, you know what? No, nah, maybe, maybe I do need to get some shut-eye. <laughs> <laughs> the wink at the camera. Yeah, oh, God. That, that's, that's mine. Um, well done. But oh, I, I love it. But, I love but, but I know for a fact that you've got probably one of the best excuse stories ever. Which, could you share that? I don't think I've shared this on the pod before, but it, it just triggered me when you're doing it. I'm like, oh, God, this is this is nightmarish. Maybe we'll get this uh, branding in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to want to associate with this, this, <laughs> this next couple of minutes. But so what happened? I had a date lined up too back in the day. Lined up a nice night and we decided... I never met her. This was a first date. I decided, hey, we're going to go and uh, we're going to... It was a Friday night. Mini golf, let me guess. Mini golf. That's typically it, but it wasn't. And this then a occasion. bar for a drink after. No, because she was in a different area. I can't remember. I, I truly can't remember. But we decided we're going to the movies, which I hate. But she really wanted to see this movie. I'm like, all right, we'll go to the, go to the movies, right? But I said Friday night we'll go at like eight thirty or whatever. But at the time we we had a, f- a training session for football on Friday nights too. So we'll train in the preseason. We train three nights a week. So Friday night, cool. I'll go to footy train. You, the other issue that I used to have back in the day is the old uh, intestines used to be a bit... Uh, <laughs> twisted. A bit twisted and uh, <laughs> used to get f- horrific stomach issues that yeah. uh, caused a lot of problems on the old uh, the toilet. <laughs> the and, old anus. And, the old, and this, one day I was at work and I was in so much pain and I d- it was the dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm like, I've got this date tonight. I need to get this out of my system because I don't want to be clogged up when mm. the time comes. So I took... We went to the supermarket and we, we bought laxatives. Oh, no, mate. And I didn't take one laxative... At work? Wait, were you constipated? Yeah, or, or no, were you I wasn't just... even that constipated. I was just nervous about it. Like I wanted to get it out, so I didn't take one. I took six <laughs> laxatives, right? And boy, it hits! Like, and, and it's like I I'm know, like, like an hour in, I'm like nothing's happening, and then I'm just like, oh god, I remember sprint. where the chocolate flavored one. Yeah, yeah, horrible, horrible smell. Anyway, so I spent basically three hours. Thank At you, work. thank you for paying me for that day because I was just in there for, for the rest of the afternoon. Anyway, it went away, but I went to footy training. And I thought it went away and I went up to take a mark and I got tunnelled. So for those that don't play, it's basically when your legs get taken from under you. And when I hit the ground, <laughs> I felt the splat. <laughs> so I shit myself for footy training, right? What, like white shorts? Or? Not white, I can't remember, but I just remember hitting the ground and the guy went to pull me up and I said, no, 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 don't pull me up. <laughs> Let me help myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've literally shit my pants at football training. And then I'm like, I've got a date in an hour. And I'm like... Because I was going to go home, shower, put the cologne on, mm. get going. Well, what can you say? I'm like, I can't risk it now because it's coming. It's, it's, it's coming. So you weren't going home after footy? <laughs> no, I was going to go home, shower and stuff. But I'm like, I can't, I can't go on this date. There's no way. I what can... do you mean? If you're going home, you could yeah, clean but, up. Yeah, but it's been going. It's been coming out all day. And it's come out like I didn't need to poo footy training. And I've, <laughs> and I've been tunneled. And the second I've hit the ground, it's come flooding out. So you didn't even push it out. It just... No, it ca- no, I didn't need to. It came out of me from a... 
bumped to the ground. So I'm like, <laughs> you might kiss the woman and yeah, just might shoot yourself. Yeah, or, or could get even friskier. Yeah. Did you I, see her at all after? I don't remember. No, she was not happy because I pulled it like, again. I think she might have even bought the tickets. Oh uh, come on! I know, but well, did but, you pay her? I don't remember, but but <laughs> I said I'll make it up to you. But the problem is, oh, yeah. and that never happened. The problem is, though, what, what can you say? Yeah. I, I, some, there's sometimes where, yeah, if it was a year, I've got the runs. If it was a year into the relationship, you tell the truth. Yeah. If yeah. You, if you if it's a first date, you don't. So I made a pretty crappy. I can't remember exactly what the excuse was, but it was it was it was you know my mum's sick or I need to drop my sister off somewhere or you know uh-huh. you know I'm, I'm at the soup kitchen again you know. <laughs> One of those. Yeah, gotta like call up. Yeah, and uh, that was that was oh, my moment. But thank you, Golf Box. Appreciate it. Anything else we have to say? Nah, just just head to www.golfbox.com.au. Now we enjoyed a day at the or night out at the night Australian out. Open. Day Good. two we went, being a Richmond resident up the mm-hmm. road from uh, Melbourne Park yep. or Olympic Park, whatever you want to call it, the precinct. But the precinct where all the sport and all the action is. We thought let's duck down. Yeah, I just messaged. I said, do you want to go down? But I was actually. <laughs> $20 ticket. Actually, Unbelievable. Uh, ground pass, head down there, got a bit of food, had a couple of drinks. And then we thought, let's go to some of the outside courts because mm-hmm. there's always some decent tennis on the first few days. Especially day one or two, yeah. Without on any of the big show courts. So we thought, oh, we'll wait in line. And so we got we got one outside court. Neither of them were Australian. One was Chinese. I think his mm-hmm. name was Zing or Zhang. The other guy, I think, was from Argentina. Argentina, yep. And we kept saying, vamos. Like, vamos! So we were going for the Argentinian. For a specific reason. So mm. what happened was we lined up, we got in, we sat, and there's not that many seats on the no. outside courts, right? We counted about three or four hundred. Three or right? four hundred. Yeah. So we're sitting there and we're on this roasting sun side. Like we were definitely getting day. sunburnt. Oh, yeah. It was like four, three or four in the afternoon. And we we actually were so uncomfortable. We were, yeah. we were like, would you be willing to go get out, walk across the other side, the shaded seating, yep. and wait in line there? Yep. So we thought, let's do that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. So we get over there, we're waiting in line patiently, and there's not too, there's not really much of a line, a line no. that's you know for, ten people. For, for, there's no formation of a line. They're, everyone was kind of just kind of huddled around, but then then all of a sudden the line started forming. So I, we got in the line. Got to wait for a break in play. Got to wait for a break in play, and again you have to wait for others to want to leave, yeah. which doesn't necessarily two out, happen. Two in. No, I'm not going to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> One of the players was Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why we went for the Argentinian was because all the, the all the people that were pushing, trying to push past us, were all Chinese people, right? Mm-hmm. And we were standing there. We're trying to get. We're waiting patiently for like twenty minutes. And I see one after another after another, just a, a, a Chinese bloke just come and you know bump in front of us. It was so rude. And wouldn't would the lady who was um, being security and letting people in and out? They would ignore her. They and were just barging go, past her. And I've got a seat. I've got it. And they'd run. And, and got this is the, like a this is like a five foot five. Girl, yeah, who's on security, yeah, and, and they've got these like six foot something blokes that are just not even that are just ignoring her, not listening to what she's saying, and just pushing through, and everybody that's waiting. So we're waiting for like at this stage thirty minutes, yeah, and people just charging through. And Dave was not happy, and, no. he, was, and he wasn't having it. I'm normally a patient person. No, you are, and basically got to the point where they say there's there's a little gap or an opening where you walk through. D and I are standing next to each other, and there's people literally trying to. Like bowled through us, barged through us, and D literally turned to one of the guys and said, "We're waiting in line, mate." <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, they were even they were they were cutting they were cutting through yeah, like holes little, and stuff to gap. get through. It was horrible, and and like people like there was so many people waiting in line, and they were saying, "I've got a seat, I've got a seat." There's no there's no seats outside. This is uh, Rod Laver. Yes, you have a seat, but outside courts, if you give up your seat and go get food. That's your, You've missed out. That's your that's your risk you're taking. So eventually yeah. we got in, but I think you were holding one back in one stage. Yeah, holding, I was, you I was actually, pushing quite hard. Oh, because yeah. they just it was just so rude, and they were so anyway. The reason we we thought of this is we are not racist. No, we need to say that too. Yeah, we're not um, racist. That was just that that was what we noticed in it, the moment. It was just the Chinese fans were getting, yeah, and they were excited. And fair, look, I and think it, it, Zing, Zing got the win. He good played very very well. Yeah. He was very very good, and uh, we love him. And anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. We wanted to talk about tennis, right? Yeah. But we, you know what it's like on the Dossity Show. We're not going to sit here and give you the top five, you know, tennis players of all time and their, and their prize and their winnings. Yeah, none of that crap. 
What do we love about tennis? We love dummy spits. We love it when they crack the shits. Now, everybody knows all the famous dummy spits, the rackets. John uh, McEnroe, you John, can't be serious. No, that's yeah. exactly. Famous, curious, and there are a couple of tennis examples in here. But what we decide to do is just give some of the all-time great dummy, dummy spits. Now, these are all, this is our alternative list. This isn't what you'd normally see with dummy spits, the really famous ones. These are just some of the Dawson D favorites. And you found some on the internet. I've gone, I've gone more the sport route and you've gone more the everyday route. Mm. But we're going to start with this one. Now, this is very niche for the Melbourne listeners, but if you're not an AFL fan or you're overseas, trust me, you'll still love this. Let's set the scene. Triple M, football. <laughs> it's the number one station you listen to when it comes to footy, Yeah, right? Triple M. Yeah, yeah Triple yeah. M rocks footy. Absolutely. Now, this is a day when a young man, uh, superstar of the competition, champion, one of the greats of all time, Jason Dunstall, was doing special comments. With uh, Stephen Quartermain, who's a great host and, and commentator. News broadcaster, News too. broadcaster. Now, they got into a bit of a heated argument because Jason at the time, and uh, Jason, for the Dawson D listeners, you'll know him from the Sam Newman episode. The but chief. J- Jason was, yeah, the chief of Hawthorne. And he was getting pushed about one of their star players, Cirrioli. No, 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 it was Trent Crowe. Oh, Trent Crowe, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he was getting pushed about an injury and Jason was trying to defend him. And then eventually he cracked the shit. What, what, what do they call this? The rice paper this gate? Is called, this, no, this is called fry, yeah, rice gate. Rice Because uh, you're going to hear some fried rice get involved and we're going to play you the audio now. Asked you the question, his future is becoming more and more clouded. And I asked you, will he no play this more year cloudy or say less yes or no? That's not his future. His future's well, not one bloody future, year. Then? It is not one bloody year. This is exactly what Channel 10 do. This is sensationalism, oh, you're Hugh. You're talking <laughs> shit is what you're doing right Don't now. Don't swear on air. I'm you're better telling than you, that. you're talking Don't shit. Don't swear on and air. You you're better than that. No, you shut up and listen instead Don't of speak. talking Don't shit. Don't speak to me like that. Well, then I won't talk to you. <laughs> Get out of the box. Will do. I will not work with will someone do. like that. Get no. out of the box will right do. now. Go on, Nick, off. Just throwing a whole tray of food on me. A whole tray. Nick off. I'm not working with those. Shut up. Get out. Uh, now, now, we love that for a couple of reasons. A couple of crumbs. Now, now the, I just love the David Brent because you hear the you hear the rice get tipped and then you just hear a bit of stumbling and then just hear, ooh, like a tough guy. <laughs> Who else was in the box, did I say I that? I think Hamish McLaughlin was yeah. in the boss, uh, box and I think a couple of the other ones were actually on their lunch break because it was half time of the footy and they were discussing this. So Jason basically was heated apparently and he got taken aside and had a bit of a word with management and, and, and really? decided he wasn't going to work with Steven anymore. Steven, being the professional he was, had to commentate the rest of the game. Now, from all accounts, the boys that sit in the back, so in the commentary box, you have a front row and you have a back row. The boys that sit in the back row, normally special comments and stats. Well, as Steven's at the front, you know, with his binoculars commentating the game, uh, apparently there was just... A few grains of rice. (laughs) There was just rice still through his hair. (laughs) So Jason's got so angry that he's basically got tipped a whole... Na- he would have just go- gone under, yeah, Nazi Goring. Na- just bang. Nazi Goring. Yeah. So we, we love that one. Now, another sport-related one and, and a favourite of, uh, of us, Doss, is, of course, the great Razor Ray. Yeah, Razor. Razor Ray Why don't you give him a bit of an introduction while I get this video well, ready? Well, he's someone who, uh, he, he is the face of, of, all, of the umpiring uh, fraternity, yeah. isn't he? And he's, how did he get his face? It's his personality, isn't his it? His personality, he's, he's always been very outspoken when yep. it comes to being on field. Bit, and, and bit to- overconfident? Just a confident bloke. Yeah. Confident bloke. You know him quite yeah, well. Yeah, I know him pretty well. Worked with him a little bit uh, in the event space. And we've, we've tried to get the man on the show multiple times. And it's, you know. There's always an excuse. There's always, there's always some reason he's not coming on. But we will one day. But Razor Ray, he's a, he's a, he's a character of the game. Now, this isn't, my, this isn't a dummy spit, but this is my favorite. So a player's got a bit angry. This was a few years ago. Port Adelaide playing Richmond. A player called Sean Grigg for Richmond was getting a little bit angry. I think he said, said some words to, uh, to one of the Port players. And Razor... Had enough. And so he tri- didn't even say it to Ray. No, I think he said to one of the players, but Razor caught wind of it, stopped the game and had a chat to him, almost like a teacher. Now, these are, these are grown men, by the way. So here's the footage now. You need to calm down. Blood rule. Thank you. Just relax. Okay? We don't talk. We don't talk to one another like that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. Thank you. That's why he's going off. Tell me when we're good to go, Shawnee. And then, then so, so there's a lot to dissect in that in that 30 second audio. Uh, what's your favourite part, firstly? <laughs> We don't talk to people like that. <laughs> I just love the way you no, go. But the, the, the bit that I, which I, I wouldn't like as a player, but I, it's, it's actually quite nice, right? But when he goes, it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. To yeah. me, it's a bit condescending. Oh, it's so condescending. Yeah. But, but uh, and I love what you hear is you hear one of the port players, basically you hear the F-bomb and he says something and then Razor just goes, no, and that's why I'm sending him off. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, now uh, my final one before we go to you. Now, I love this man, Medvedev. Mm. Very, very unlucky not to get his first 
Australian Should have won that. Should have won that. He's yeah. lost three finals in a row. Russian tennis player. Known to blow up. Very well known for it. And uh, I, I, we, we just love this, our, our friendship group and, uh, and I. We, we love the way he gets angry. Now, this is one of my favourites. Um, we're going to play. Now, he's, at the time, he's playing a guy called Sissipas. Not one of our favourites. We don't. Oh, oh you, you say that. I, I can't stand I him. Mind him. We can't stand him. But he basically finished the game with, with Sissipas. Now, my favourite part is, uh, is Daniel's uh, broken English here because I don't think he knew exactly what he was going to say, but he wanted to get his words out. Man, you better shut your fuck up, okay? <laughs> You better, you better shut your fuck up. So better, what's he trying to say? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's shut your face or shut the f up. But he's, but he's, he's, got, not, he's got the two confused. But he's not happy. But then, of course, this, uh, then he got a bit angry with the with the umpire. Now you got to be careful with the umpire because they've got they they hold all the they hold sorry they hold all the power. They do. But this is now this is what I love. Now he's got angry with the ref, but this is uh, this is how he described him. So next time it should be a code violation because he's speaking here. If you don't, you are a can I call it? Small cat. <laughs> yeah, I want you to dissect this one for me. <laughs> Firstly, what did he say? He, he called him a small cat. A small cat. What do you reckon he's implying there? Um, Kitten? Or, or, or the word for a small dog is a puppy. Yeah. I think he's calling him pussy. Oh, he's calling him pussy. So, oh, I love Medvedev. Now, you've taken a slightly different approach to this. Uh, you, I've had a look at the sport, and you've looked at the more everyday life. Now, first one I've got. Yep. We've got hospitality. So, picture a customer not being happy with the service. Yep. This one in particular is our, our, good, friend's, uh, our good friend, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> uh, but uh, here's someone at, at an Aussie Macca's not happy. Wow. Watch this. Oh. Yeah, wow. For those, for those listening. Telling them, to hu- telling them to hurry up. And then you heard that smack on the floor at the end. You saw a bunch of drinks and just smacked them to the ground. I saw that live at Coles the other day. I saw a guy really? absolutely blow up. Yeah, yeah, really blow up. This next one. Let's talk about road rage. No, this is a Dawson. No, I'm not a road rager. Like I don't, when we say rage, I, I get a bit impatient on the road. Mm. I'm not a road rager. Yeah. This bloke's lost the plot. <laughs> you got something to say? Yeah, I gone. Yeah. <gasps> Hey, big boy. That's anger. That's so funny. The, the, the screaming in his face was the funniest part. There's the poor mum and the kid in the car next to it. Oh. I'm going to come sit. I'm just going to come sit here. As we rearrange our seating. Oh. Uh, that, that, is, that is shocking. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, that's but um, yeah, that, that, that caught my attention. That, that, <laughs> yeah, that's some, uh, that's some shocking rage. And uh, yeah. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank it's, it's been great to be in your presence again. <laughs> two of us. Yeah, no, it has been good. I hope you guys have enjoyed the uh, Dawson Day Uncut. Yes. A few more of these this year for sure. Absolutely, we're excited. Thank you to all the sponsors: Golf Box, Virtual Expo, and of course Fleet Plan Hire Solutions. And yeah, we've got some big interviews coming up soon, so stay tuned. Next week could be massive. We don't ever like to give away the name until it's been recorded, but if it goes ahead, which it should, wow, well, it's going to be big. It's going to be awesome. Looking forward to it. Subscribe if you're watching. Subscribe if you're listening. Uh, follow us on all the socials and uh, anything else. Make sure you leave that review. Yes, we want to keep seeing them going up and up. We know you guys listen, but yep. we want to make sure that you're uh, you're reviewing the podcast. We want to know what exactly what you think. Love it. See you next week.